Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, it's Murad Morali and welcome to Hashtag I'm Over It, where we talk all things from pop culture to trending topics and have important discussions. Be sure to let me know what you guys are over to with the hashtag I'm over it because we have a lot to get into. And definitely don't forget to click that button and subscribe. It's just one click for consistent content always. Child, I'm just going to get straight into it. I did not see this coming. I did not plan to do this podcast at all. I was meant to do one on meditation, but we have Mr. Jordan Hames. That's how I believe you pronounce his name. He was throwing so much shade in this podcast interview that he was doing. And I just didn't see it coming because he was throwing it one after the other after the other. Now, I addressed some of it in a YouTube video, as you guys have seen. And hopefully you guys have come through from those from that particular video because I wanted to address the rest of what the hell he was saying because he really was going in on so many situations they were also discussing which i didn't touch on in my video i told you i'm gonna get straight into it child we ain't gonna no time to waste when it comes to tea we're gonna listen just brew that kettle drink that tea and go about our day really and truly and he was basically saying um how they were all agreeing that Winter Love Island was absolutely crap that they had no drama that there was no banter or charisma between the boys yes we had that you know Luke T, Luke M situation, but that came in way too late. Do you understand? Like, if it's not there, if it's not, if it's not there from day one, like Chris and Kim or Tommy and Curtis, then nobody's really going to be that involved. And he was talking about how it was just, they were all agreeing that it was a dead season, that it was nothing compared to theirs, and he was in absolute agreement. So he was throwing some heavy shade when it came to Love Island, winter, and he wasn't checking for it. And that seems to be the common consensus amongst everybody that this season was dead, and these islanders don't want to accept it. It is what it is. I don't really care, child, but the season was dead. And he really then goes on and you know goes into amber and talks about how she it's very interesting he talks about how you know she was playing up to the cameras post michael coming back from casa amor and how she acted as if she didn't really care even though she did care although something along those lines and that um you know people just act up and change differently and that she was conscious and aware of the cameras basically saying that she's fake and that she's playing out of the cameras i'm thinking child this is everything in terms of tea but really and truly this is biased because you are best friends with michael and you live with him so therefore we have to put that into consideration but look at me here we are talking about i'm doing a last minute podcast on love island house and a 19 tea you'd think i'd be doing one on this season child but the way i'm not and it was just major tea being spilled left right center he was also shading amy and you know he was i don't think he was being malicious but he was saying that you know you do think we did you really think they'd put her as a bombshell when people know that she is lack of confidence doesn't have that much game doesn't have that much experience they'd put her in the beginning from day one and giving a producer perspective 
And I feel like that was a very good point to make. Like, if Amy came in as a bombshell, it would be a completely different setup. So that in itself was crafted very, very well indeed. It definitely was. And he was just really spilling tea on how producers persuade you, they push you, they give you situations, they tell you what to do. You don't have to do it, but they tell you to do it. And this is only being addressed now. And he really goes in on the producers, slamming them, basically saying that, you know, when it came to the whole Anna situation and him moving to India, that apparently he was swayed by producers as well. He didn't directly say, but he was definitely implying it. And I feel like, well, damn, Jordan, if you're going to spill the whole tea, you might as well pour the whole kettle on my head. Okay, not on my head, but you should just pour the whole kettle as well. Because I wasn't even meant to do a podcast on this, but the way you just spill all this tea out of nowhere, like people were messaging me, I thought it was something small, small, but my mouth is full at this point. And I'm just thinking, this is just way too much. My t- the tea in my mouth is full and it's burning hot. My tongue is burnt, child. And I didn't expect this to happen. And as I expressed, uh, touched on in my video, that he is coming out with a kind of love. There is a Love Island after show. There is going to be some Love Island kind of, you know, where the Love Islanders are at and everything, which is why I've been expressing. And apparently he's doing it with Ovi and that Ovi came to Jordan's house to film some stuff as well. So this is a big show that's been pre-recorded. They've kept it under wraps, kept it under secrets for a very long time. There's been no reports, no, you know, rumors or anything until now when Jordan's addressed it. And I'm so here for this because they're going to basically in this kind of um, program, what they're going to do, which I didn't express in my video, which I'm glad I'm doing now in my podcast, is that they're going to express the two different sides of trolling. Of course, Jordan and Michael got it a lot, for example, for their behavior, and Danny as well. But then um, Ovi was the complete opposite, and he was loved so much based on his behavior and his looks and so forth. So they're going to give a comparison side by side to see, you know, and what they're doing in their lives. And I can't wait to see that because that in itself is interesting. We don't want to see Tommy and Curtis and their dead show about who's boxing and ballroom dancing. Please don't piss me off. That was the deadest thing I've seen in my life. I tried to review the damn show after the first episode that I was over it but here we have OV please this is uh, Michael this is what we want to see this is what we want to see now when it comes to reality TV show or something like this together so I'm here for that he also slams reality TV complete opposite take to Michael but he was like listen I don't want to be seen on reality TV ever again I don't want to do it ever again. I don't care for it. I'm over it. It's boring. It's not for me. Um, which is completely opposite to Michael because Michael's doing X on the beach. Whereas he's like, I don't want to do this ever again. I'm just not invested in it. And I'm thinking, well, damn, my guy is really, really just sending us this tea. I just can't get over it. I'm so sorry. I feel like the podcast that he did was amazing. Reason being is not because of the shade in the tea, but because he was just more comfortable. He was happy. He was content. And we haven't seen this type of side to him where he's just himself. And it's a different kind of positive edit. And it's like, I think it's too little too late. He's done way too much damage to his image. Maybe he could change it or fix it. Who knows? Because he's always been taking L's. But at the same time, I feel like this kind of interview really helped him. But I'm just so shocked at the fact that he was not only... He, I wouldn't say he was shading Amy, but he was the way he was shading Amber... You know, he is best friends with Michael, but I thought that would have been passed by now and he would have just addressed it in a normal way. But that was crazy. And this whole situation where he was bashing the Winter Love Islanders and just the show in general, thinking how it was dead and how nobody checked for the Love, Love Island Winter, I'm just... I'm involved when it comes to that because I feel like it's very true in what he was saying. Um, the fact that the production told Michael to go back to Amber, like that in itself is crazy. I still can't get over this. I don't know why I'm so flab- Am I just being weird? Let me know if I'm being weird, please. I think I'm, I'm probably being a bit weird. I don't know. He, um, I don't know why I'm so shocked by this because I just don't see... I just didn't expect it. It's like a slap in the face because I was like, why is Michael going back? What's going on? But now we know why, what was really going on. He was also defending Danny. He goes into Danny as well. My guy is just talking about everything. Them them new teeth really have got him talking, basically. And he goes into Danny and he talks about 
how he was defending Danny and how even he got a negative narrative when it came to Yuande and Arabella. Now I'm pretty sure, I'm not, I can't speak for Arabella, but I'm pretty sure, or, to be honest, I can't speak for both of them, but I'm pretty sure both of them would probably be like, mm, well, we have a different side and perspective. The thing is with what Jordan is saying is that some of it is very, very biased because he's coming at a perspective where he's best friends with this particular person. So either he knows the accurate or either it's biased And he's basically saying that, you know, that Danny's a very nice person, very nice gentleman, that he's been absolutely slammed. The way that they didn't even mention Jordan, like, uh, that's just mad um but because she was also involved when it came to danny's history of dating and so forth and how they split up that was a whole damn mess but anyways um he didn't he was just saying that he's a nice person and that also he got a negative narrative so what is the truth at this point i don't even know the way they've just unwrapped all of this this is why they should do a post love island reality tv show showing their lives putting them in situations together so we can get all this drama unfolded and addressed this is what they should be doing and they're fumbling their bags and instead they're giving us a dead love island winter series that is only going to overkill the show and oversaturate it that we simply just don't flipping need but this tea was absolutely crazy i thought i had to do a quick 10 to 12 12 minute podcast related episode on this because there was more tea that i wanted to address here i wanted to get into the amber shade that he was really throwing and saying that apparently you know um she acts different and that she was acting stush on purpose and she's playing up to the cameras and and child and he's very close with joanna they're the very good friends i'm you know great to hear don't, don't really care but great to hear but um it's just the production stuff and exposing them and dragging them and talking about how you'll never go on reality tv show as well but it was just that and the love island just slamming the love islanders is what i really wanted to get into because i didn't i haven't really seen any post love islanders who really kept it real in that retrospect and talked about how the previous season was quite bad but here we have somebody who's doing that i think that that's refreshing not saying that the show is bad but just to be yourself and I think that's what he was doing whether i agree with half the stuff i probably don't however he was being himself he spoke about racism and how he was in newcastle and he went through trials and tribulations over there and fights and so forth his stages and his processes when it came to love island he couldn't go the first year because he was dating somebody and the second year he went and you know how he he got on and everything and but the Anna stuff is what I really wanted to divulge into as well before I end this podcast and how there was actually more things going on prior to the abrupt kind of breakup that apparently he was sick of her he was annoyed with her you're throwing shade at her basically saying um how Anna was complaining about how they're always in the house that they're this 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 that and he was like we've got food we've got sun we've got this why are you so ungrateful whatever and this kind of draining attitude that was that she was portraying allegedly to him and he got very tired and annoyed by it and then eventually they kind of you know ended it and India came in and he went he, went, he went straight for India so it looked like something else than what, what it really was and apparently India was saying apparently um, not India was saying um, Jordan knew India before the whole situation Jordan knew India before so he knew who she was so this is all just a out this is all just a weird different world i don't even know what the hell is going on here i genuinely don't know i find it to be very interesting as to like it's just a mess it low-key is a mess it really is and i just feel like he was spilling all kinds of tea i just really wanted to get into the anna situation and how he was really just shading her as well in a subtle kind of way he also was implying that he was basically told to break up with the situation and he was told to leave that and go for india he would he didn't directly say it, but he was implying it so that and the love island winter kind of bashing and um also just going more into the amber situation was just a little bit more tea that i wanted to get into on this podcast that i didn't have time to address on my youtube you know when you forget certain points you're like damn i forgot this this that this is why you have podcasts for afterthoughts and just to display more of this tea situation that jordan was doing my guy is flipping the whole of love island 
2019 on its back dragging these producers and i'm here for it because i just want to know is amber going to respond back is anna going to respond back are we going to have a 2019 situation all over again because love island 2020 i'm not really involved now i'm talking a lot hopefully you guys are enjoying your self-isolation hopefully you guys are doing well coping well i do plan to come out with a meditation kind of and podcast soon later this week most definitely god willing um just be productive be busy be calm enjoy yourselves have good food try to be busy at home relax watch a movie time will pass stay strong stay mentally strong it's a very difficult time that we are all going through and hopefully you guys have enjoyed this mini kind of 10 to 12 minute podcast let me know use the hashtag i'm over it thank you so much for listening this was a lot of tea but i'm still parched no i'm joking this was a lot of tea let me end this now and i'll catch you guys soon for another proper flipping podcast because i don't know what the hell this is child this is just a mess Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening. And if you have, then tell a friend to tell a friend. You can listen to my podcast on Apple, Spotify, and via the ACOS app, or wherever you guys are listening to your podcasts. Don't forget to use the hashtag I'm over it. And don't forget to click that button and subscribe for consistent content. Follow me on my Instagram and Twitter, Murad underscore Murali, and enjoy the rest of your day. Positivity is key. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.